0: This week, coming to you from the beautiful Red Rocks Amphitheater in Morrison, Colorado, it's E Town on the Road with special guests Margot Price and Wilco. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, here comes our host, Nick Forster.
1: Thanks, Helen. Welcome to E Town. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to 2023. For a long time now, we have been recording one show a year at Red Rocks Amphitheater, which is the amazing 9,000-seat outdoor concert space that was created by some pretty disruptive geological events millions of years ago that literally lifted up the bedrock at a steep angle, leaving these two very slanted rock-face walls going uphill on either side of the stage. It's an amazing feeling being on that stage, feeling the energy of the audience flowing downhill and seeing those rock walls beautifully lit, reminding you really of the power of nature. At least that's what it does for me. Um, This year we traveled to Red Rocks and we recorded my interviews in the cavernous backstage area and then recorded the music as well. Up first, a band that started out as, I guess, an offshoot of another band, Uncle Tupelo. They quickly found their voice moving from alternative country to more experimental and original American rock and roll Rolling Stone described Wilco as one of America's most consistently interesting bands and I have to say that through their recordings and the movie made during their Yankee Hotel Foxtrot sessions and their willingness to share so much with their fans, um, I do kind of feel like we've had a ringside seat to this band's creative journey and evolution. Wilco has been led by Jeff Tweedy since its inception in 1994 and the current lineup has been in place for almost 20 years. You'll hear my conversation with Jeff Tweedy later on, but right now, let's go to the stage at Red Rocks and listen to Wilco. Two,
2: three, four. Well, don't you fall. You lose your mind while I'm looking for mine. You're gonna have to stay strong a little longer this time. I know our hearts. Sacraments with subtle hints. There is no
1: Jeff Tweedy, welcome to E-Town.
3: Hi, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man.
1: Um, So many things we can congratulate you about and talk about. Obviously, a huge career as a songwriter with Wilco and so many things, but I want to start by just asking you about working with Mavis Staples, because I know you've done a few projects Mm -hmm. with her. Tell me about what she's like in your world.
3: I think anyone who has ever met Mavis almost invariably has the same experience. They feel better. You know, she's like an angel, you know, like she kind of moves into a room and and gives everybody some some love somehow, makes everybody feel a little bit better about themselves. Yeah. And I'm no different. You know, we started out just hanging out, talking about songs she might want to put on a record. And then I ended up producing a record for her and and uh, three records later and uh, a record that I helped finish of her father's. Uh, My kids call her grandma, and, you know, my wife and her are really close, and, you know, it's one of those things that you uh, think about every once in a while and and ask yourself how you got that lucky, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but Mavis is special, and it was cool, because in the early days of E-Town, we actually got Pops to come and do the show a few times. I'd call him up at home, and he'd come out from Chicago. Oh, that's incredible. It was incredible, I mean, because that music meant so much to me, you know, and, and the idea of... I grew up near Pete Seeger and sort of watched the whole thing about songs that could make a difference. Mm -hmm. And uh, staple singers were right at the top of that list for me. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, so now you've got this other kind of dream scenario going on where you get to make music with your kids. (laughs) I saw the Tweety show at at Hardly Strictly. Uh My my band Hot Rise was playing there. Oh, wow. Cool.
3: Yeah, that's like that's well. You led right into the uh, the other main thing that causes me to to uh, pinch myself every now and then, and that is that a our kids enjoy hanging out with us, and and that I get to make records and uh, do shows with them, and. It's a different thing than Wilco. It's it's kind of got its own life. It almost has its own repertoire. Uh, they're uh, they're great. Yeah, and Spencer's a really gifted drummer, and Sammy's a great singer, and and they just have that yeah. thing that you get with your DNA, with your with yeah. blood harmonies, and right. it's just like it just feels that much easier and I'm, I'm in a band with great guys and great musicians and Wilco is in an easy atmosphere to make music in and music follows us around and makes you know makes itself known to us but uh it's just that much easier with your kids yeah. and it's amazing
1: yeah especially the singing I mean I think you know you think of the Lubin brothers or whoever it is you know right. this brother harmony they guy. both
3: sound like younger skinnier me
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> or break better up. really <laughs> and you can't break up no, that's, I think
3: that's one of the things that probably makes a lot of sense about it feeling so good is that when you want to have a really great band, you have to earn it. You have to work at it to develop trust and develop an intimacy and comfort with each other. We have to be able to sound bad together to sound good Yeah, and be free of that judgment that comes with getting good. Yeah. Yeah, they're mind-blowing little humans, and not little humans, yeah. I mean, not little anymore, but yeah, I, I wish I'd... I could t- take credit for it. My wife and I always say that they ended up like smarter and nicer than us somehow. <laughs> but, um... That's, that's what
1: you hope for, yeah. That's what you hope for. And I think probably you feel some responsibility for your fans and for your audience?
3: Uh you know, I have to acknowledge that it exists. I I don't want to think of it as a congregation that I have some responsibility for. Yeah. I don't want to think of it in religious terms or, you know, anything so profound. That's a profound feeling to have about your role in other people's lives. But it is spirit. It It is. I always like think of rock bands as, you know, some people that manage to put themselves together and generate enough energy and spirit to write some songs to sing and then you know you try and get people to come out and see you and and share that with them and it's um it is a low-key form of spreading spirit that a lot of people have trouble generating on their own sometimes as much as i can acknowledge that and believe that that's, that's there to think clearly and write honestly i can't believe it too much. I can't think about it too no, much. No,
1: but the beauty is um, we, uh, we want the real stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Everybody wants the real stuff, mm-hmm. and and I think if we can recognize that that's a song that's got some honest expression of whatever that moment was, mm-hmm. we, we we want to feel that too. Sure. Um,
3: yeah, and I think that if all you do is spend your time trying to reconfirm that connection explicitly, it starts to have some diminishing returns, sure. I think. But our audience, uh, gosh, after all this time, I mean, it used to feel like there couldn't be that many people in the audience that even liked the same record. Because the records are so different. <laughs> because the yeah. records are so different. Yeah. It's like, you can, like, oh, well, this this tonight seemed like there were a lot of people that like the Mermaid Avenue records, or yeah. this is a real Yankee Hotel Foxtrot crowd, or whatever. You know. Yeah. And, um, I guess we've just stuck around long enough now that it feels like it's kind of, it's all been kind of integrated into the experience for most people to come see us now. Yeah.
1: We'll hear more of my chat with Jeff Tweedy later on in the show, but right now I'm going to go back to the stage for another song from Wilco. That's Wilco, live on stage at Red Rocks. Pat Sansone, Nels Klein, Michael Jorgensen, Glenn Kochi, John Starrett, and Jeff Tweedy. We'll be back with music from Margot Price after a short break.
0: This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at Bohemian Foundation. As a reminder, for your viewing pleasure, there are over 2,000 videos on the E-Town YouTube channel, where you can also subscribe in order to stay up to date with our latest offerings. You're listening to E-Town.
1: Welcome back. I'm Nick Forster. You are listening to our special E-Town show that we recorded at Red Rocks Amphitheater. Up next, someone who's been on E-Town before, but only via Zoom, when COVID kind of shut everything down. At that time, we paired her with Swamp Dog, which was really fun. But right now, let me tell you about Margot Price. She's from Illinois originally, but really made a name for herself when she moved to Nashville. She became kind of a core part of the East Nashville music scene, Her first record came out in 2016, and her latest record, Strays, is just out this month. Also out is her new book called Maybe We'll Make It. In Nashville, she quickly made friends with people like John Prine and Willie Nelson. She is outspoken and talented. She's honest in her songwriting. She's also the first female board member of Farm Aid, and uh, she's going to be out on tour starting at the end of this month. Let's go back out to the stage at Red Rocks and listen to Margot Price.
4: Was feste.
1: Margo Price, welcome to E-Town. Thanks so much for doing this.
5: Yeah, thank you for having me.
1: It's been a while since we did that thing with Swap Dog, which was kind of a COVID weird Zoom music Thing, but it was fun too.
5: It was a blast.
1: Yeah, I, I love Swamp Dog. Yeah. yeah, have you kept in touch?
5: Yeah, we have. I actually just had him on um, a podcast that I started. That's called Runaway Horses. So I did another Zoom with him. Oh, cool. And it was quite. How's fun. he
1: doing? His health is good. He's and-
5: doing great. Yeah, yeah. He's hanging in there. He's yeah. working on new music. Working yeah. on another
1: album right now. That's great.
5: Yeah, just sang on his record. So yeah. thanks awesome. for making that connection. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that was cool. So you've been so busy since we did that. Obviously, you you, had, you were you had a new record right around then, but. um you got a new single that just came out, Been to the Mountain. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Just this ayahuasca, psychedelic experience, <laughs> life story, amazing song.
5: Thank you. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's from our my forthcoming album. It's called Strays. Yeah, I'm really happy that um, my label allowed me to put out a five and a half minute song about Some kind of lucid, uh, psychedelic trip, and it's got a weird kind of poem in the middle of it, and yeah, happy they're letting me be myself.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. It's funny because that song is also kind of autobiographical in some ways. It talks about all the variety of lives that have been encapsulated in your life so far, including being on food stamps and being a teacher and a preacher and being, you know, all the— um, all the various things you've done. And it was candid and revelatory. And
5: thank you. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, I think that there's so many important issues that we could talk about and climate change and all these things. And, um, I don't know, just the whole album is kind of about escaping from these like cultural norms and these like societal things that we feel like we have to do and, um, you know, maybe returning a little bit to nature Mm -hmm. and, and uh, just running away and, uh, going back to being feral.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you're kind of a country girl at heart.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, um, I also want to touch on the fact that you're the first female board member of farm aid.
5: Um, yeah, that's maybe the crowning achievement of my career right there. I think, you know, awards be damned just to sit on, um, the farm aid board next to Willie Nelson and Neil Young um, means a lot for me. Means a lot for my family, who yeah. you know lost the farm in the right. farming crisis of the mid '80s. And um, just very happy to to be a part because I think, you know, like I was saying, with climate change, with the way that the world is turning, you know, food justice. It, there's a lot of equality that goes into that. There's a lot of things that we don't realize that are tied up and farming and where our food comes from. So I'm really happy to, and very, very humbled to be a part of that organization and.
1: Yeah, it's cool. And I think for our listeners, just imagining ways in which we can be a little more farm friendly, um, any just simple tips from the top here? What can we do? You know
5: what Neil always says is just, if you see a farmer's market, stop and contribute to that. Also, I think we have so much power in our money and where we spend it. So um, buying local, you know, if there's a mom and pop supermarket in your area or if you know a good place to yeah. get um, humanely treated meat or even going vegetarian, that's a great way to also yeah. save the planet. Yeah, yeah. We're, all
1: trying, we're, we're trying, you know, it's funny because um, there's this funny thing about do you just put good art out in the world and put it out with good intention and with good hearts? or do you try to use your position as a catalyst and a spokesperson to make a difference?
5: Oh, no, I think that music is one of the only pure things that can really change things, maybe subliminally on a grassroots level. You know, I was very influenced by artists like Joan Baez, John Lennon, um, but it is, you know, you have to be careful not to um, get too high up there on the soapbox, and right. you know, get too preachy because you you want the music to be fun and you want it to yeah um, be meaningful. But I think anything that is done with good intention, and um, I think all of the art that I've admired always has some kind of underlying tones of unity or um, yeah yeah.
1: And I think that your um, your songwriting is um, so open. You know, you you just. Let people find their way into those stories. And it's all about being more awake, more alive, more aware, more feeling. and those are those are great things. Whether you're on a completely um, altered ayahuasca induced fantasy journey or just, you or know, just smelling the roses and, 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 and yeah, aware. enjoying yeah. nature and being being present.
5: 100%. I think that in this culture, we're just really taught to over medicate. We're taught to numb things. I've done that for so long. And, you know, I, I'd, I quit drinking, but I also think that I would have to say that alcohol maybe saved my life at times because sometimes the pain of the world is just too much. It's too much to feel it. Um, and it's been kind of strange because I did take a very large um, mushroom dose. And in that, trip that I took, I realized that I wanted to quit drinking and, wow. and so it's, it's odd to say that you could take one drug and I can tell you to sure. not take another, but it's been one of the most transformative times of my life. And I'm 39 now, but yeah. I've never felt better.
1: Wow. well, you look great and sound great and you couldn't be busier. I mean, you're on tour with your band. You're going to go on a book tour. You've got your radio and your podcast thing happening. You're just like on fire. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for so stopping by E-Town. It's always great to connect with you.
5: I appreciate y'all having me. Thanks, Keep Margo. up the good work out there.
1: Thank you. That was my backstage chat with Margot Price. Right now, let's go back to the stage at Red Rocks for another couple of songs from Margot and her band. That's Margot Price and her band live on stage at Red Rocks. We'll be back with more music from Wilco after a short break.
0: Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District, or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. You're listening to E-Town.
1: Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like WETS in Johnson City, Tennessee, on KMUN in Astoria, Oregon, and on KNAU in Flagstaff, Arizona. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you'd like some more information about what we're up to here at E-Town, lots of stuff is available online at etown.org. We've got more music from Wilco coming up, but first let's get back to my conversation with Jeff Tweedy that we recorded backstage. The one thing that I was gonna ask you about is, um, it made me think of your dad a little bit as you describe him in your book in that he's a guy who just got up and went to work. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you've adopted that kind of journeyman approach. Mm-hmm. You get up, you go to the studio, <laughs> what kind of song? Um, I, I think work is good. Yeah.
3: I think that very few people that have walked this earth since the beginning of time, have found something they love to do and been allowed to do it. And that's a sad state of affairs that that is rarer than it should be. Yeah. But I'm definitely in that that category and I'm extremely grateful for it. And, and um, so yeah, I like getting up and going to work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, last thing, just about this thing about music, bringing people together and creating a connection. Um, We live in a weird time right now, Mm -hmm. and uh, one of your songs, which is fundamentally patriotic, talks about, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: you know, Mm -hmm. there's no middle when one side would rather kill than compromise. Mm -hmm. And um, so as a dad, as a songwriter, as a musician, Mm -hmm. as a person who's out there, Mm -hmm. um, can music help kind of bridge that gap? You know,
3: I will say that I have to remind myself all the time that we need each other and that the end goal can't be that we just deny each other's existence and that we pretend that we can live in a world where we don't have to encounter differences of opinion. Yeah. Now when you're hurting people, I can't stand by it at all. There's no there isn't a middle ground when that's happening. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think Because there's so much anger, because people look at it, and they absorb it, and they absorb it in ways that they've never been able to absorb it in the history of the world. They get all of the world's suffering all at once, every second of every day. How can you even begin to comprehend that? Well, you start to find people to blame. And I think when you find people to blame, you've really made yourself very susceptible to belonging to groups that are based on hate.
1: Yeah, anger.
3: Anger. And my kids and I talk about this all the time. I still see the only viable way forward has to be in some way we have to foster an environment, a community that is defined by love, that has more love as a motivating force than just our our anger. And... I, that's very old-fashioned right now, I think, to say something like that. But I think it's also, I believe it is true with all of my being that it's much more difficult to define yourself by love. It's much more difficult to define love than, than hate. The objects, the things that you love, the people you love are complicated. It's complex. So we rely a lot on this easier-to-define motivating force.
1: Yeah. We have, a, we have a building in Boulder where we live that's called E-Town Hall, that's an old church. Mm-hmm. And we started doing church services there, kinda, but mm-hmm. the, our janitor gave us the foundational tenets of our faith one day, <laughs> and they're so cool. Mm-hmm. It's four things, mm-hmm. forgiveness, mm-hmm. highest form of love, compassion, Trying to understand what it's like to be in somebody else's shoes. Integrity, Mm -hmm. one of the few things you can control in life. Mm -hmm. And humor. If you're not (laughs) laughing, you're not living. Yeah. (laughs) And it was a pretty good list. Good. You know? And so we've got that's our own little way every now and then of getting Mm -hmm. people together to just sing, Mm -hmm. cut across all the nonsense, Mm -hmm. raise our voices, walk out feeling connected.
3: I would add one to that. Yeah, good. Uh, Ask questions.
1: Curiosity.
3: Curiosity. If yeah. you're not, if you don't have any questions. Yeah. Then I think that you are in trouble.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Well, Jeff, listen, congratulations again on so many fronts. You know, this is a conversation that we've been looking forward to and could go on a long time.
3: <laughs> I appreciate it.
1: Um, Red Rocks must be a meaningful spot for you.
3: Absolutely. I mean, I think we first played here opening for Cheryl Crow and we got to open for R.E.M. here a couple of times, and then over the years, we've managed to um, headline quite a few shows here now. Yeah, we've
1: seen some of them, yeah. (laughs) And Margo Price is great, another central Illinois (laughs) songwriter. Yep. Yeah.
3: Well, listen, thanks so
1: much, Great. great to see you. Great to see you, too, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jeff Tweedy. Let's go back to the stage at Red Rocks and listen to Wilco. Wilco live on stage at Red Rocks Pat Sansone, Nels Klein Michael Jorgensen, Glenn Cochie John Starrett and Jeff Tweedy I want to thank Margot Price and her band, special thanks to AEG and all the folks at Red Rocks thanks to James Tuttle, Todd Ayers Zach Littlefield and special thanks to Helen Forster we're going to leave you with one more song or rather a part of one more song from Wilco I'm Nick Forster, hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town
2: Butters singing in salty breeze. Spatters are filling out tax returns. Spinning out webs of deductions It's good to be alone
0: This is a production of E-Town
1: There you have it, E-Town live at Red Rocks Thanks to Jeff Tweedy and Wilco and Margot Price I'm Nick Forster, thank you for listening